I'm with you. You may say that you're an on fire for God Christian, but you don't have some of the viewpoints I do. Hey, if that's the truth, you're on fire for Jesus, I am too. Yeah, we ought to be able to get down and sit down and have a real good conversation with each other. Yep, and I know we can. Well, hello to you. This is Pastor Dan Boone from Church of Tomorrow, Oklahoma City, U.S. Survey. Glad to see you. Let's talk about it tomorrow. I'm so glad you're with us today because I'm on my soapbox and you get to hear what I say when I'm on my soapbox. And I hope it'll be meaningful to you. I'm not mad, I'm just angry, okay? And there's a big difference. Jesus was not mad when he kicked the money changers out of the temple but he was very angry. He's <laughs> angry. He sat there, meditated over, he made whips and took after him because they were doing something to desecrate the house of the Lord. Well, we're not just talking about the house of the Lord. We're talking about America today. We're talking about the United States of America, United States of America. Did I say United? Okay, United States of America. Uh, it doesn't say semi-united. It doesn't say wannabe or can be or whatever. We are called that, that's in our name. And if we're gonna get anything accomplished in this day and time, we must be united. Here's the thing, there are answers. There are answers to our lives. And right often, they're right there uh, under our nose. <laughs> yeah, that's your Bible sitting on your coffee table that you haven't looked at in the last 10 years. Uh, not you, but somebody else, okay? Yeah, that's, a, that's kind of the way it goes. But the truth of the matter is there's absolute truth which will show us the, the wisdom of the ages and give us an opportunity to be able to take advantage of that and to progress from it. And I mean progress like in grow and establish things better, develop. I don't mean come out with a new way of thinking that's uh, been tried a hundred times before and you still call the same thing, uh, i.e. progressive, okay? so. Uh, that's where I'm going to come from. So if you are progressive, you need to listen very closely because I've got good news for you. Really good news. I'm not mad at you. I'm not even angry at you. I want to get together with you. I want to invite you to a time that we can get together and look at things and talk about things and reason. You see, we're doing a couple of weeks of messages on repentance, reconciliation, and restoration. And, and those are biblical truths. And I don't care if you're a Christian, uh, really on fire for God, you're a Christian, just kind of, you know, I wanted to get some fire insurance so I didn't go to hell. Or if you're an atheist, agnostic, Hindu, Buddhist, whatever, these things will work for you. But if you're a Christian, they'll work so much better because you'll have understanding of your heart so much better. But anyway, let's jump right into it. The first thing I mentioned was repentance. And then I mentioned reconciliation, and then I mentioned restoration. So let's turn it backwards on that, okay? Let's start off with restoration. Our country needs to be healed. That doesn't take a genius to figure that out. We're in chaos, we're disgruntled. The two political parties, the main ones, are fighting at each other. Uh, we have all this argument going on on pro-life and pro-death or pro-choice. Uh, we have all these things going on in our history, our country today, open borders, closed borders, spend more money, spend less money. And all we're doing is raising the rhetoric day after day after day after day. 
If I don't like what you're saying, I just yell a little faster, talk a little faster, I mean. <laughs> yeah, I could yell faster too, right? Uh, and, and then you, you, it's your turn, okay? You raise it another level or two. I'll raise it another level or two. You raise it. Nothing gets accomplished. So b before we can have a restoration of our country to be united, actually unite against the foe, but we need to unite against, or excuse me, we need to unite with each other. Before we can have that, we have to be reconciled. We have to be put back together. We have to be put in a place where we can actually talk to each other without getting ticked off or slamming our face uh, face down. Yeah, do that too. Bang, okay. Uh, slamming our fist down on the table or th throwing some water at somebody. Whatever, you know, silly antics we may do. We need to be able to be reconciled. That means put back together. The Bible talks about the cross of Jesus Christ reconciling man with God and reconciling the Jew with the Gentile. And so we have the advantage of accepting what God has put in place for us, but we must take the leap of faith and do that on our own. Now, what I want to do is take that leap of faith, and I don't care what you call yourself. You can call yourself a Christian, a non-Christian, agnostic, antagonist. <laughs> That's the new one, right? Uh, anything you want to call yourself, I'm with you. You may say that you're a on fire for God Christian, but you don't have some of the viewpoints I do. Hey, if that's the truth, you're on fire for Jesus. I am too. Yeah, we ought to be able to get down, sit down and have a real good conversation with each other. Yep, and I know we can. But I want to have conversations with those who may not be coming from that perspective. I want to have a conversation with those who disagree with some of the things that God says, the designer of the universe the designer of the human body, the designer of everything that we see, the one who's made everything that we see. Father knows best because He made us. <laughs> so it doesn't take a brain uh, expert to realize that when, when you need trouble with anything you've got, go to the one who designed it. And they can probably get it figured out better than you can. Okay? So that's our objective. That's what we do at Church of Tomorrow is we share things with people, biblical truths. We start out, is there truth? You know, and if, if, if there is truth, then we take it from there. Is there God? Yeah, we can take that right down the line to where we can say that we know what we're doing according to the Bible is correct. When we get off the Bible, it's incorrect. So that's not a bunch of religion. That's a bunch of life. That's what it's all about. Can we enjoy life? Can we take our time on this earth? and enjoy it with each other? Can we talk to people of different facets, different walks of life, different professions, uh, different economic uh, status, whatever you want to name? Do we want to take the opportunity to talk to each other and maybe learn something from each other? You know, I talk to people a lot. I talk to young people, old people, people of all ages, people of all backgrounds, races. Uh, I'm not intimidated by you if you're not a Christian, and I'm not mad at you, and I'm not going to scream in your face, you're going to hell. That's not the way we get things done. We come together. I want to hear your story. Maybe you want to hear mine, maybe you don't, but I want to hear yours. And you know, when we do that, we can learn from each other. And a lot of times we can start fitting the pieces together like this rather than like this. Strife and chaos and uh, all these things that are coming up in our world, bubbling up all over the country. They're not necessary. They don't have to be that way. And we're not going to solve them by trying to outscreen the other person or out intellectually perform anything. That's not the way. Americans come together. 
America used to be called the melting pot for a reason because everybody came here with a purpose to build here. They didn't come to get services here. They didn't come to get money and go back home later. They didn't come just to blow in uh, and, and do what they wanted on the country. They wanted to help build something. And they did a real good job at it. They have built something. And we have that opportunity to take that. You know the reason they built something that worked? Because they had Judeo-Christian beliefs and benefits, biblical understanding, and they just tried the Bible and it just worked. You know, that's the reason that this republic democracy that we have has been able to sustain itself for so many years. You can go back and find many quotes from the founding fathers that said if we lose biblical understanding and uh, in other similar terms, we're going to lose our democracy or our republic as it is more specifically called. You know, I don't want to lose this. I have grandkids. I've got great grandkids. Uh, they want to have kids all down the line. And we want to leave them with something good. So I need to be able to get along with you. And I hope you want to try to get along with me. So what did we do? We started at the end. We talked about re uh, restoration. And then in order to have restoration, we have to have reconciliation. In order to have reconciliation, we've got to have repentance. And you know, that's a word that a lot of people are just really afraid of. They, oh, repent. Well, what does that mean? You mean you're just telling me that I've got to repent or I'm going to go to hell? No, that's not what the Bible says. John the Baptist, who was the one that went before Jesus, says repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Jesus said the same thing in His first message. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And what He's talking about, repent in the New Testament which was originally written in Greek, the Greek word there, Montaneo, means change your thinking, reconsider, or think differently. He's talking about how we think, okay? And repentance is the result of putting into action what we think when we think biblically. And so the more Bible that I look at and read and understand and use correctly, not just a piece here and a piece there and a piece somewhere else, but in its contextual meaning and its background meaning, then I have an opportunity to think more like Jesus thought and to act more like Jesus acts. That changes my whole destiny in life. God is all about life. Jesus said He came that we may have life and have it more abundantly. But He said there's a thief that comes to steal and to kill and to destroy. And that thief, i.e. Satan, is the one that tries to separate us and a house divided among itself will not stand. We must come into unity. So what we've done is rejected God, rejected God's Word, rejected God's thoughts, ideas, and suggestions, okay? And we've done it our own way. But we're not as smart as a designer. He's way ahead of us. And He loves us more than we can love ourselves. He loves everybody. So everybody has an equal opportunity, an equal start, so to speak. I don't care if I'm driving an a 89 model uh, Yugo and you're driving a 2023 model uh, SL Mercedes. If I come to this four-way stop before you do, I get to go first. That's what we call equality. It's not forcing me to do anything or you to do anything. It's just a natural uh, if you would fall, what we fall into. First guy gets the stop sign, goes. Next guy goes. Next guy, yeah. That's the way it works. 
And it works easily, it works correctly. Nobody's offended, nobody's put down, nobody's bullied, nobody's taken advantage of. Golly, it's as simple as that. When I put away my agenda and do what Jesus Christ has told me to do, then I w I'm here to serve you. I'm here to welcome you. I'm here to encourage you. I'm here to help you. And I hope that you would be in that same frame of mind with me because I need help, I need encouragement. I need to know when I've strayed off a little bit here or there. And that's what the Church of Jesus Christ is about. And America was built on those kinds of ideas and promises, and, but nobody was forced to be a Christian. That wasn't the case. We were given the opportunity, but not forced. So now we've got back to the same thing that happened when the Garden of Eden and Adam and Eve were kicked out. They wanted to eat the, the fruit of the one tree that God told them not to. They did it because God wanted to give them a choice. He wanted to give them a choice so that he would know that they loved him for real. So when we come together and we love God and we love our neighbor, and we love ourselves, you know, it's gonna be a good world. And we can build together. There's gonna be struggles. There's gonna be difficulties. There's gonna be things that we have to hash out, like for instance, the, the, the war that's going right, on right now in Ukraine and Russia. We've got to discuss those things because we all don't see the same picture there and none of us see the full picture there. But the more people that bring accurate data, knowledge, and understanding to the table, the more that we'll have to be able to work with to help make that decision so that we can come together and unify and become what we are supposed to be, the United States of America. So would you consider what I'm saying? Would you think about it? Would you consider repenting so that you may walk in repentance so that we may walk in uh, reconciliation together and then we can walk in restoration together that that's what it's all about and i know we can get there americans do things but as long as the enemy is keeping us all riled up so to speak then we're not going to ever get there what about our kids? What about our grandkids? What about the people around us? What about my next door neighbor? He may vote differently than I do. He may have some reasons for that. I may have some reasons for what I do. And we talk about it and you know, who knows? Maybe he ends up changing a few votes and I do too. Maybe not, but in the meantime, we actually understand each other better. And if nothing else comes out of that conversation, then I understand my neighbor better and he understands me better. And I realize he's a human being created in the image of God then I'm going to be closer with that person. Then I can, you know, be a good neighbor, you know, and maybe his wife would make me an apple pie or something. <laughs> okay. The idea here is America, we can do it. We need to come to the cross of Jesus Christ. That's the best and only ultimate way that we'll ever get there. But we need to come together so that we can work together, develop together, build a nation together, stand against the enemy of America. There's plenty of them out there that they would love to blow us up and take what we've got. But I believe differently. I believe that the Spirit of God will pour out His Spirit upon all flesh. And I believe that we will have an opportunity to revive this nation. Father, I pray for each person listening today. I pray a blessing into their lives. Open the eyes of their understanding. Give them ears to hear, eyes to see, a heart to understand what you'd have. I know that you love them, you cared for them. Jesus, you died for them on the cross. And I thank you, Lord God, that you draw them to yourself. And may we all lift up Jesus together. And may we all come together and be reasonable and work together and live together 
and raise our kids together for the glory of God in the name of Jesus. I'll see you next week when we talk about it tomorrow. So let's talk about it tomorrow, coming out once a week. We are at Church of Tomorrow, 6800 North Bryant, Oklahoma City, US of A. Come see us 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings, 7 p.m. on Wednesday nights. God bless you richly.